It's Friday. I'm Steve. This is the Steve Talks Running Podcast. Let's get on with it. Today I'll be talking about my running inspiration, Steve Avet. Although his career pretty much wound down by the time I was eight, one of my earliest memories is sitting with my granddad watching a vet smashing down the final stretch to take the win. It was at this point my love affair with Steve Avet began. Having recalled this story to my family, we worked out it was likely that this event was the 1986 Commonwealth Games in Edinburgh, which was more or less Steve Avet's final swan song at the top level. He retired in 1991. My aunt remembers me saying to my granddad at the time, I'll run like him one day, Granda, to which he replied, You can if you put the hard work in, son. While I'll never reach the speeds or prominence of Steve Avet, my granddad wasn't wrong about putting the hard work in. Sadly, my granddad passed a year later, which is maybe why this memory remains so vivid. Yvette was born in 1955 in Brighton and showed great talent as an athlete at a young age. He was a promising footballer but eventually gave it up for a career in athletics. It's stated that this was because he didn't want to play a sport where he had to rely on teammates to succeed. Avet came to prominence in athletics at the back end of the 1970s and it's fair to say that he was immense. Winning silver in the 800 metres at the 1974 European Championships in Rome, people were starting to take notice of the young man from Brighton. Despite getting caught up in the pack on the last bend, he still managed to find a kick to take them all on the outside and finish in second place. Next up for Avet was the 1977 IWF World Cup in Dusseldorf. He won gold comfortably here in the 1,500 metres. His final kick was now becoming a stuff of legends. Turning away from the pack, there was absolutely no way of catching him. Then came the European Championships in Prague in 1978. This was to signal the beginning of the rivalry between him and Sebastian Coe. This is where the two first met for the first time in the 800 metres. Yvette and Cole looked to be cruising to a first and second in the 800 metres when Olaf Bayer from East Germany came out of nowhere to take the gold, thus leaving Yvette with the silver and Cole with the bronze. It was said that Yvette and Cole clashed after the run, but Cole later revealed that Yvette had come up to him, put his arm around his shoulder and said, Who the f*** was that? The name of Olaf Bayer was allegedly found, allegedly found in Stasi files as an athlete that was doping, but still to this day the result stands. Going back to the European Championship in Prague in 1978, Yvette and Bayer met again in the 1,500 metres, but this time things were different. Yvette easily won the gold in this one, with Eamon Coughlin getting the silver and David Moorcroft grabbing the bronze.
Bayer trailed in ninth. Sebco didn't participate. Ovet and Co were to clash again in the 1980 Olympic Games in Moscow, this time in both the 800 metres and the 1,500 metres. The media had made a big thing out of the fact that Ovet, who wasn't overly media friendly, was the arrogant bad guy as opposed to Co, who was more at ease speaking to the press and was portrayed as the media darling. In the 800 metres, Yvette won the gold with Co trailing in second to get the silver. Then came the 1,500 metre final. Yvette was the favourite to take the gold in this one as he had been unbeaten at the 1,500 metre distance for three years. But this time it was Co who had the final kick to take the gold. Yvette had sat on his shoulder for most of the race and it seemed like he was just waiting to make his move. But he left it too late and Co accelerated to take the win. Yvette had to settle for bronze as Jürgen Straub managed to hold him off to take second place and the silver. In 1981, Steve Yvette raced the 1,500 metres at the IAAF World Cup in Rome. He got his tactics right in this one, and once again it was his trademark final kick which got him to the gold. He then suffered an injury in 1982 when he twisted his knee having run into some railings. Further injuries hampered his 1982 season, and it was 1983 by the time he returned to action. The 1983 season was further hampered by injury, which resulted in him not getting picked to run the 800 metres at the World Championships in Helsinki. Yvette was selected for the 1,500 metres, but got his tactics completely wrong on the day and fell fourth behind winner Steve Cram. He attempted to defend his 800 metre title in the 1984 Olympic Games held in Los Angeles but he had been suffering from bronchitis leading up to the games. Yvette was struggling and he was suffering from respiratory problems throughout the games, only just qualifying for the final as he lunged for the line and finished fourth in his heat. In the final, Yvette finished eighth and collapsed after finishing, which resulted in a two-day hospital stay. Madly, he then returned for the 1,500 metres against the advice of doctors and friends. Yvette was in 4th place before dropping out at the beginning of the last lap. Yvette had to look on as Sebco Seb took the gold in this one. Following the race, Yvette had severe chest pains and had to be stretched away. It was at this point he started to wind down his career. But his latter career was not without highlights. In August 1986, he won the gold in the 5,000 metres of the Commonwealth Games held in Edinburgh. And this is what brings us full circle. It was at these Commonwealth Games in 1986 in Edinburgh, watching the 5,000 metres, this is where my love affair with Steve Yvette began. Watching him pace it perfectly, not really understanding at my age, but watching that final kick as he surged to the finish, in clear lead of everyone. This is the Steve Yvette I remember. He's waiting and waiting and waiting and he's the master. 
200 to go. And usually, the sprint is made off the last bend. And if he's feeling happy, he salutes the crowd. Hutchins looks for Obed, and he's there and gone. The victory wave from Steve Obed again as he wins his first ever Commonwealth title and wins it easily. And that was Steve Avet. If you don't know much about Steve Avet, there's a whole wealth of information out there about him. If you read The Perfect Distance by Pat Butcher, that goes in-depth into the rivalry between him and Coe. There's also a whole range of videos on YouTube of him winning and his final kick. He was portrayed as arrogant, aloof, media-unfriendly. That's maybe why I've got such a connection to him. Because I've got some of the same traits. At some point you were either co or you were either a vet. I was definitely in the Steve Avet camp. And that's it for today. A very small glimpse at the career of an excellent runner. If this has whetted your appetite, go out and find out more about Steve Avet and that final kick to the finish. Next week, I'll be discussing Comrades Ultramarathon and how I'm only four weeks away from it. Exciting times. Until next week. <laughs>